everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Jackie Michael. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Jackie, I'm so glad you're here. I know you through your daughter, Faith, because we served at Awaken together. And so I'm excited to get to know you a little bit better. And as we typically do on this podcast, I would just love it if you shared a little bit of your story, how you came to know the Lord, and where are you today? I'm so excited to do that because God has been consistently good in my life. Many of you may know I grew up in India. I came here as a teenager, and um, Dallas has been my home for the past 41 years. What Uh, brought you to the States? My dad was a retired U.S. Embassy guy Okay, in Delhi, so he took his retirement and brought us to a new future. His hope was he would give us a new future, Mm -hmm. both um, worldly ways, education opportunities, and scripturally, you know, a walk, a deeper walk. Because, as you know, he could read the time that India was going to just keep getting more and more conservative. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, So, I am Faith's mom. (laughs) Yes, you are. I like saying that. Um, And better still, I am the daughter of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That's right. So, that is my identity. Mm. What else would you like to know about me? When when did you personally place your trust in Jesus? What did that look like? Grew up in a godly home. Mom was the godly lady. Yeah. Took us to church, made us— be in Sunday school, learn all the Sunday school songs. But a personal walk and conviction happened as an adolescent and then did water baptism, accepted the Lord formally. The walk and the realization and the seriousness of that commitment Hmm. didn't set in till life started happening, was arranged marriage, Ended up in divorce, Mm -hmm. um, some domestic violence, many highs and lows in life. And one thing that I was realizing is in those moments when I was broken, you know, like the word says in the scripture, Mm -hmm. broken and contrite heart. When I would come, Lord would meet me where I was in that brokenness, pick me up, build me up, lift me. And then in the good moments, there might be times when I would forget where I was coming from. Mm. Now, I'm nearly approaching my 60th birthday, and I realized he's been more consistent than I've been faithful. Mm. So now the walk has changed yeah, a that, bit. That's sweet. Where? What are you up to? I know you serve in a lot of different areas in our church. Yeah. What is God doing in and through you these days? Um, so little did I know that he was preparing me for various things through various experiences. I thought it was just a Brownian motion of life that I was going through, but he was putting me in situations where I was mastering Hindi-Urdu community, communications, etc., working with international students. Mm. I, I'm a professor over at UTA. Okay. I was working in those groups. And um, then Faith, as you may know, went to DTS, worked with refugees formally, um, was doing it just like a humanitarian work. Sure. But it all came together. I came to Watermark in 2017, started um, with Equipped Disciple, had to learn how to be in the Word and master some disciplines. From there, it opened some doors to serve with the refugees in local international and work with the Watermark International Student Initiative, which is a ministry at UTD, working with international students. Amazing. A few years later, 
here I am. Here you are. Amazing. And we are talking about Genesis 18. And I'm going to let you just take it away. Yeah. So when we worked on this Devo, I had to recognize the key verse. It was just anything too hard for the Lord. Um, And that is what I held most um, dearly to my heart. Um, I think it was your podcast a couple of couple of days ago where you talked about covenant, the meaning, the legal bindingness oh, yes. of the covenant, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so um, this chapter, um, Genesis 18, is about Abram and his affirmation mm-hmm. to God's covenant and Sarah and confirmation. But it was happening when everything seemed so impossible. They right. were past the childbearing age. Sarah laughs at him. Yeah. Yeah. And and not not in a prideful way, no. but in a realistic way, like, how can this be? You know, mm-hmm. literally, <laughs> like how Mary said, but the difference is Mary believed, how right. can this be? <laughs> and Sarah laughed. So um, the solemnness and the formality of a covenant uh, is based actually to me, um, in spite of the uncertainties of life, in the person who's making the covenant. Mm. Tell me about that. Okay, I'd love to. Um, If a person has your trust and has a track record with you and you come into it, then a handshake and a good eye contact does it, the Mm -hmm. old Texas way, right? Right. Um, It is very important to know who is the person that is making that covenant. And when God makes that covenant, we need to know God in his person is just not like we broken men and women, right? Humanity is broken. We can lie. We can go back on our promises. But that's not God. That's why he is God. And, and there, are, there are verses that I would love to, like, bombard this podcast with. <laughs> but it is not in him. We have read that in Numbers. We read it over and over again. He's not a man. God cannot lie. That's not in his person. So once we know that, you walk into that covenant knowing and believing and trusting with a different level Mm -hmm. of close your eyes and have that blind faith. Absolutely. And we know, obviously, we are under the new covenant of Jesus today, but God's character has stayed the same. So I know you know that, Jackie. Today, as we wrap up, how do you just practically live differently in light of in light of this truth that God's promises can be trusted. He doesn't lie. He keeps his word. Yeah. As you may or may not know, he is a God of impossibles. That you know. But you may not know about my life that I have walked as a single lady raising a kid in a culture uh, of Indian community mm-hmm. where husband is important and father is very important. So he has walked with me as a husband to the husbandless or a widow, that which I am now after um, Faith's dad passed away. For Faith, he has been a father to the fatherless. So his word is true, right? You can't. And in Joel, he made me a promise 30 years ago. And he said, I will restore the years the locust will eat away. Right now, it looks all ravaged and all lost. Mm -hmm. But I will restore that. And like Joel, I said, but even this? Even this, money bank balance is down to zero. I'm standing in the line for foreclosure to happen. Hmm. You know, well, can you do this too, Lord? Will you do this too? And I'm telling you, 
three decades later, we have more. And we're not thankful because we have more, but we have more than we ever had. Mm. And he has been true to his word. He has restored everything that the locust ate away Mm. and has brought us on this side. All that was asked of me was to trust him, obey with him, walk with him. So in those moments of contriteness and brokenness, if I could just find the long suffering, then he was going to do the rest. That's so good. Jackie, trust him, obey him, walk with him, and he'll do the rest. I love it. We are out of time. I wish we could keep talking. I'll have to have you, I'll have to have you back here, a wealth of uh, wisdom. So thank you for being here. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.